in His Glory podcast. Kimberly Spellman here with you again today. So very thankful that you have chosen to hit the play button and to um, subscribe to this podcast, or maybe you just happened to stumble upon it today. Thank you for clicking the button and tuning in, checking it out. Um, We're just going to sit and have a conversation today. That's what these podcasts are all about. Sparking a conversation between you, myself, and the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to lead us and guide us into all truth, and to allow Him to encourage us and give us light and truth. And so um, that is my heart's cry in these podcasts. I am not coming to you today to preach at you, uh, preach to you. Um, my goal today is to actually sit down with you and have a conversation and to allow um, maybe something that I speak, something that the Holy Spirit has me spark in you, um, that it would lead you into a place of a conversation with him. That's what it's all about. And, you know, um, we have been on a subject and that subject is about our value. And, you know, today we are going to re, um, pick that up, re, re look at it, uh, maybe in a little bit different facet today. Um, I just want you to know, ladies, you are valuable and, you know, um, when you look at something that's valuable, you see them as precious. You see them as, um, you know, something that is of great price. And I just want you to know that you are of great price. The price that Jesus paid for you to capture you back out of um, darkness and bring you back into the light of the kingdom in which you were always, um, uh, let's see, how how do I want to say this? That kingdom that you were always meant to be in, created for, um, created from, um, you know, scripture says, and we've talked about this many, many times, but I love to, and I mean, when I say the word love, I love to bring this truth back into not only my ears, but your ears, because I believe that it's a foundational truth for our life, our identity, our value, our purpose. It's, it's the taproot where everything comes from. And that is that our father wanted us so bad that he created us and he formed us before and knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. That means we were his destiny. We were his legacy. He wanted us to be part of his family. He saw that he wanted a creation that that was us. And, you know, when we look at the fact that he created us, you know, sometimes those things that, um, the lies that the enemy wants to put on us that um, make us unvaluable in our own eyes. Um, we have to push back against those and we have to say, no, that's not who I am. Who I am is who God created me to be. And we have to make a choice every single day to press towards the mark of that 
And when we do, there's his high calling that we're raised to. It's his identity that we're established in. It's his purpose that we're walking every single day in. And, you know, um, what a place to live from, you know, instead of being in a place where we 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 are depressed we we are anxious we feel so valueless and let me just tell you you know we have to work and contend for this but it's worth contending for because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities power, powers and rulers of darkness so when the enemy wants to bring us a lie we know it's straight from the pit and we have to just Push back against that lie and say, no, 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 no. That's a lie. That is not who God says I am. Who God says I am is dot, 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 dot. To answer, and I did the dot, 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 dot. Find it in the word. Find and answer back the enemy with the word of God. Because it's a truth, his truth of the word of God that sets us free, that delivers us, that gives us victory every single time. And, you know, when we're striving, this is something that the Lord's really helping me um, in. And I am telling you, I'm living in a different place because I've been on a quest really kind of from the beginning of the year, um, spirit, soul, and body and health and healing. Um, sometimes we want quick fixes and, That's not what what we have to do is be consistent every day with the choices that we are making. And we have to allow the Holy Spirit to heal us from the inside out. And I've been doing some major research, you know, and study just on um, health and, and nutrition and healing and fitness. And I am learning that, you know, you don't allow your body to go for a period of time and then decide that you're going to take your body back and do it overnight. That just does not happen. It actually has to be something that you do consistently every day for periods of time and you allow the healing to come. And, you know, sometimes in life, well, let's just be honest. A lot of times in life, we want the quick fix. We want the instant. We want the, um, you know, I used to always tease the boys. This is not Burger King. Go through the drive through see how quick and fast you can get it and have it your way. You know, because their, their slogan for many years was have it your way. You know, you can have it your way. Well, life is not always that way. You know, sometimes we have to crucify having it our way and we have to choose life instead of choosing death, not only in our tongue, but in our action. And so back to my own personal story here. So the Lord's been teaching me that um, consistency and being steadfast and to choosing health and healing over quick satisfaction. And, you know, I know I'm probably not alone in this. (laughs) If I'm not, please message me and say, you're not alone. You're not alone. But it is consistency. 
But he's taken it even a step further because you cannot willpower something in your life because it will be a very quick, short fix. It is not a lasting change. And um, what did we learn today? What do we learn today that is going to affect change for tomorrow? That's my new slogan. <laughs> you know, what do we learn today that is going to affect change for tomorrow? Because if we are constantly learning and we are constantly developing, we are constantly changing and we are constant, constantly coming into wisdom. We are constantly coming into revelation. And when that revelation comes, we're responsible for it. You know, <laughs> brother, um, brother Hagen used to say, you know, you can't walk up to light and then turn from the light because when you walk up to light and you see light, you're responsible for it. And that's my paraphrase of what he used to always say, but it's that's truth. And um, so when you come into light, um, you, you're responsible for it. And I'm going to take it even a step further because we're talking about our value. We're still talking about value today. That's where we're going to pick back up. Um but the Lord has been really dealing with me and showing me that not only can we not do it with willpower or we can't do it in the flesh, but when we activate our spirit and we are doing something from a place of our spirit, man, there is empowerment, there is light, there is freedom there is liberty, there is, um, there is a peace, there is a mercy given, because let's be truthful, we're gonna mess up. Well, you say, but that's not what I want to hear. I'm gonna mess up. Well, let me tell you, until we are out of here, there was one man that lived perfectly. And his name was Jesus Christ. And we're not him. Now we are to press towards a mark and we are to put our aim at living in his presence, which will provide us a place of perfection in him. But in our natural flesh, we're not able to just walk perfect. <laughs> there, we can't. And, um, and you may, I can just hear it back, you know, well, you know, how, why do you mean we can't? How, blah, 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 blah. Well, let me just say this, because we're in a flesh. <laughs> we're in a flesh, though we are a spirit. So the only way to live perfect is to choose to get in the spirit and stay in the spirit and live from the place of the spirit. And yes, we can do that. But we, and that is a constant renewing, that is a constant yielding, that is a constant taking um, a place in the spirit, that's a constant renewing um, our flesh to say, mm, nope, not saying that, life and death in the power of the tongue, um, that's a constant saying, mm, nope, that thought, that thought is not mine, that is straight from the pit, and my thoughts are are based upon the word of God. My thoughts, my revelations are coming directly from the spirit and the word declares and opening up our mouth, not only for others to hear, but for ourselves to hear. Because if I like to do this, um, 
And if you've been in a service, um, you may have experienced me um, doing this if, if we were ministering. Sometimes I will say, pluck up your ear. Now say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Well, we can say that. But when we have our ear plugged, we can hear our inner voice because every word that we speak, there is an inner hearing that is taking place and words are creative beings. Hello, hello, hello. So we have to make sure that our words are life producing and they are victory found in him. Now, I want to take this a step further because I hear this in my spirit. Somebody saying, well, you know, so somebody says, how, how are you doing? And you are really not in a good place. So you say, oh, I'm fine. Thank you. No, that's not truth. Truth sets free. So you you make sure, you know, Brother Hagan used to say this. Faith does not cha- uh, deny things. Faith changes things. When we pastored, I had this big, huge sign in my office. Faith does not deny things. Faith changes things. So what does that mean, Kim? That means that we are truthful, but we allow the word of God to take that situation and to completely encapsulate it and bring it into the truth of the word of God. So what does that mean? That means, okay, I've got this situation going on and I see this clearly. I'm not denying it, but I am saying that this is going to now come into line and be completely encapsulated with the very glory of God It's going to be completely encapsulated by the truth of the word. It's going to be completely encapsulated by the presence of the Holy Spirit and the living presence of Jesus himself. Now, I hope that helps somebody because it's just stirring me up. It's encouraging me. So, when, when we're facing situations, for instance, we're facing a major mind battle. Come on. We have to look and be very real and truthful. I am persistently pushing against the lie of defeat and depression. And I am going to take the word of God, and I am going to apply it to this situation. And my goodness, allow the word to work. Allow the word to work. Allow the word to work. And I will tell you this. Some people may agree. Some people may disagree. But every bit of study that I have done There are natural components and hormonal components, especially in women, that will cause us to feel certain emotions. So you have to make sure that you are looking at every area of a situation. Faith doesn't deny it. 
but faith looks at it and looks at it head on. A lot of women, after they have children, their hormones completely change. And when it changes, there are things that want to try to come and attack. So you have to make sure that you are looking at every area. Okay. Now I'm encouraging somebody out here today. I know that I am because a lot of times we just think we're feeling this. This is an emotional attack. This is an emotional issue. And it may actually be something else. It may actually be, you know, hormonal. It may naturally be um, neurological. It may actually be You know, there's so many different things that can be going on that cause things. But we initially, there's a feeling and boom, that feeling speaks very loudly. So I'm encouraging you, just as I've been encouraging myself, that total healing, healing and wellness is ours. And We don't have to look at a doctor's report and say that's a final report. It's not. It's a report. But the final report, the the life giving report is a word of God. And it says that by his stripes, I was healed. I am. I was and I will be. Hello. And that means that everything, the scripture that the Lord has just been bringing back and back and back and back to me of late is everything that I need for life and godliness I have in him. He's provided it. So everything that I have need of for wellness, for health, spirit, soul, and body, I can find in him And I can receive of him and I can get wisdom. You know, when all you're getting, get understanding that scripture and all, you know, look and find wisdom and he will lead us and guide us to all truth. So it's simply a quest. Holy Spirit, I know this one's saying this and I know this one's saying this and I know this nutritionist is saying this and I know this doctor is saying this, but What do you say about my thumbprint? What do I need to do? Hello? Because so many people go a route that is based upon just what everybody else is doing. And that may not be what God wants you to do. It may be that he's said, add this or take this away. Add walking an hour a day. Take this out of your diet. Hello? Or take this supplement because your body is lacking it. Have, you know, eat, eat this certain fasted lifestyle for a certain period of time. And when you come off, you've, you've completely detoxed your body. And I don't know why I'm getting into all this, but I believe that it's something for someone today is going to help you. And there's balance. There's balance because when we choose to go excessive, um, uh, excessive fad types of ways, we completely are undermining and putting just like a, um, like erosion under our value. I mean, it's like, it's eroding out 
our value. Why? Because those things don't last. The things that last are of the spirit. The things that last are instruction from the word of God. And when the word of God speaks, when he, when it is declared and it's put into place for us, it is established. So this is really all about our value. Because what does the enemy want to constantly do? Ladies, hello. He wants us to give up our value. He wants to undermine and erode our value. Or he wants us to accept lies about our value. And that's not what we're supposed to do. We know who we are and in whom we live and move and have our being. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. And amen. Yes. And amen. Yes. And amen. And I just want to encourage you. I'm going to talk um, a little bit more in our discussion about this scripture, but I would encourage you go to Hebrews and allow the Holy Spirit start in one. And then of course, we're going to talk about two, but get in Hebrews, get in that book and allow him to speak to you out of that book. There's so much Hebrews and Ephesians. I mean, those two books, oh man, we could camp. We really could camp. But I really want to read something um, out of the Passion paraphrase. And of course, I could go all the way back up to the top. And I I mean, I could really start at the beginning and go all the way through. But I really want us... um, um, Let's see. The Lord himself was the first to announce. Well, I guess I could go all the way back. Well, um, for time's sake, because I I don't really want to go majorly into this um, so much with time. Let me let's just go on down. Um, Start at verse one. Read it when you get a chance. Allow Holy Spirit to speak to you even more than what I'm fixing to um, share with you that he's just kind of been stirring in me. But so verse six in the passion paraphrase paraphrase. Hello, um, uh, version. But the scripture affirms. What is man that you would even think about him or care about Adam's race? Hello. He cares so much about us. He cares so much individually about us. He cares about us being healthy, spirit, soul, and body. He cares. He cares. Oh, man, he cares. You made him lower than the angels for a little while. You placed, hello, crowned in his glory. Here we are. You placed your glory and honor upon his head as a crown. And you have given him dominion over the works of his hands. I am telling you, hello. Hello, you guys. We have what we need. It was given to us. Now it's our responsibility to develop, to develop it, but we have it. We're not trying to get it. If you get anything from our conversation today, 
I want you to be so encouraged. You have what you need through Christ Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit from Abba Father. You have it. It's yours. It's in your possession. You're not struggling to get it. You're not reaching out, trying to grab it and get it to you. No, you have it. And when you have it, oh my goodness, the enemy can't take it. He can't take your confidence. He can't take your assurance away. When you have something and you know you have it and it is in your possession, it can't be taken. Okay. So you placed your glory and honor upon his head as a crown and you have given him dominion over the works of your hands for you have placed everything under his authority. That means that God has left nothing outside the control of his son. Man, even if presently we have yet to see this accomplished, but we see Jesus, who as a man lived for a short time lower than the angels and has now been crowned with glorious honor because of what he suffered in his death. For it was by God's grace that he experienced death's bitterness on behalf of everyone. That's us. Say, that's me. He did that for me. Hallelujah. Verse 10, for now he towers above all creation for all things exist through him and for him and that God made him pioneer of our salvation perfect through his suffering for this is how he brings many sons and daughters to share in his glory. Jesus, the Holy one makes us holy. And as sons and daughters, we now belong to his same father. So he is not ashamed or embarrassed to introduce us as his brothers and sisters. For he has said, I will reveal who you really are to my brothers and sisters, and I will glorify you with praises in the midst of the congregation and my confidence rest in God. And again, he said, here I am one with the children. Yeshua has given me since all his children have flesh and blood. So Jesus became human to fully identify with us. He did this so that he could experience death. My goodness. The effects of the intimidating accuser who holds against us the power of death. But embracing death, Jesus set free those who live their entire lives in bondage to the tormenting uh, dread of death. For it is clear that he didn't do this for the angels, but for all the sons and daughters of Abraham. Say, that's me. That's me. This is why he has to be a man and take hold of our human. That's why. Sorry. This is why he had to be a man and take hold of our 
um, humanity in every way. He made us his brothers and sisters and became our merciful and faithful King Prince before God as the one who removed our sin to make us one with him. He suffered and endured every test and temptation. Now here's the whole thing. This is what the very last couple of phrases of this, so that he can help us every time we pass through the ordeals of life. Hello. So that he can help us every time we pass through the ordeals of life. Every time, every time, every time. Every time he can help us. And now I want to read this last verse in both the King James and then in the Amplified. For in that, this is the King James, for in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to score them that are tempted. Now here's the Amplified. For because he himself in his humanity has suffered in being tempted, tested, and tried. He is able immediately to run to the cry of assistance, <laughs> relieve those who are being tempted and tested and tried, and who therefore are being exposed to suffering. Let me just say this. He went through all of that so that we could have everything that we need for life and godliness. So today, I just want to end our conversation with this. Again, I'm going to remind you, sisters, you have everything you need for life and godliness has been placed inside of you at the very point of salvation, your new birth in Christ Jesus. It was placed inside of you and you just have to draw it out. You have to pull that out and develop it. You have to exercise it. And I'm telling you, there is great victory, 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 victory. And you may say, but I am far in my natural circumstances from that place. Well, I'm telling you, your victory is on the inside of you. And if you press and you pull out of the very spirit that has been placed on the inside of you, you'll find strength virtue, mercy, wisdom, revelation, healing, peace, joy, and freedom. So just know that you're blessed. I do call you blessed. You are blessed, blessed, blessed. The blessing of the Lord has made you rich and it adds no sorrow with it. That's not just a bunch of money. That is a place. That is a position. 
So the more the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face to shine upon you. He lifts up his countenance upon you and he gives you total shalom. 